functional medicine is like integrative medicine, but with science behind it. And it's for healthcare practitioners. But the, all the things you said are in the same chat or the same talk that I use on sleep hygiene or best sleep practices. It's don't eat before bed. Get rid of the blue light as best you can. You're right with the blue blockers that are designed for nighttime use. It's almost like you're at sunset in your own home. I told my staff, I said, challenge yourself and do candlelight only when the light goes down and see how better you sleep. It's amazing because that's, we're, if you're around a campfire, that's not a light that's stimulating your particular activating system, which is making you a lot awake. Hey everybody, my name is Josh Remini. I am the pharmacist that de-prescribes drugs by giving people health and wellness tips, tricks, hacks to moving their health from maybe not so good to vibrant. Follow along if you're ready to go beyond the pills. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Pills. I've got a really good friend of mine who flew into town and we're gonna discuss all things biohacking today. My friend Steven Klein is here. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is awesome. This is our first in-person interview for Beyond the Pills. Let's just start a little bit about how we connected by way of a few different mediums, but we both have a common person that we were connected with the last year in Florida, Majid, who's my speaking coach, and tell people a little bit about how we met and then a little bit about why we met. So Stephen is from Florida, but he's called the Super Connector. Tell the audience a little bit about you and sure. how we came about. Sure. So I, uh, I'm a huge fan of this whole biohacking space. Anything for vitality and longevity, I'm totally interested in. I gravitate towards. And I had met Majid through a mutual friend, Whitney, who you've met as well. And Majid's super connected like me as well. And he's a great connector himself. So when he does an event in Tampa, typically he'll have a following day, usually nowhere even near the event. Probably at the, if he does an event in North Tampa, he'll do a little networking breakfast at the beach. So he did that with this event and he reached out. He loves when he has an event to see who he has locally that can come out and connect with the people that are already there and make some cool things happen. So I came out for that breakfast and obviously you were there, met you there. Patrick James, Patrick Whitner was there as well. And I didn't even know that Patrick had taken Ajit's course and was there with you. And then we had that whole serendipity, which I call Stephen Dippity, with the Dr. Joe Dispenza topic came up. And I was reminding you all that if you wanted to register for the one in Orlando to make sure you're ready for that registration date, Tuesday at 1 p.m., whatever it was. And then we had, and then we had that whole serendipity where you had reminded Patrick to register for it. I did. And then we all reconnected and went to the Dr. Joe Dispenza event together. So it was a great little story on how we leapfrogged down the road to catch up and get to know each other better and stay with each other. And of course, that event was magical to spend that much time in that kind of environment together to get to know each other as well. Yeah, it was, you say Stephen Dippity, right? So I was at a speaking event. I met my friend PJ there. I had never met before. We both did this speaking event, did our signature speech at the time. I was doing mine for pharmacist mentoring because I'm mentor pharmacists in the wellness space. And then again, Majid had a breakfast for everybody and he just called it a mastermind. He wanted everyone to meet everybody. And you showed up and you were there and he introduced you as the super connector of which you 
basically had everybody say what they were, who they were, and when they were, and you repeated it back to them, which was pretty cool because you were keeping notes. How many people do you have in your contact list right now? Something like 9,000. He has 9,000 people in his contact list because what he does is connects people. He's the glue that, that connects the dots. So for me, I really enjoyed it because I've been trying to go to this Joe Dispenza week-long retreat. I've been following his work for a while. I've been doing some of his meditations, DIY. And for whatever reason, at that time and in that morning with that breakfast, the word Dispenza came up. And then I said, I've been dying to go to this thing. I can never figure out when to sign up. It gets filled up within 20 minutes of signing up. And you're like, oh, I'm going. And here's the time that it can go. And this is when you need to sign up. And so that was my catalyst for going to Dispenza yeah. was knowing that you knew and that you had already gone. And then we ended up going together and going through the experience together along with PJ, which was, yes, it was magical and amazing. And so that's how we've connected. And now you're here in Charlotte because we're launching what we think is going to be a brick and mortar space for introducing bio-optimization and blending the things that I love to do and adding this tech of what we call biohacking. So let's start with that a little bit. Like for the people that don't even know what that term means, right? Yeah. Because it seems a little fringy. It seems a little scary sometimes, yeah. biohacking. So in your words, because you are my resident expert in this field, if you had to give someone the 30-second elevator speech on biohacking, what would it be in your eyes? Okay, and to give a background to that, so there's a guy named Dave Asprey that runs probably the biggest biohacking conference in the United States. This year will be in June in Orlando, but he basically just made up the word biohacking because his background, he was really out of shape, had mold issues, Lyme disease. It was like 300 pounds, but he was in San Fran working as a techie. So he's doing that. He's hacking computers. And he felt, I need to do something because my health is at risk. I might die. And so he went on this huge just OCD deal to, to biohack himself. So he made up that word because he used to biohack computers. Sorry, he hacked computers. So if he hacked computers, if you want to do that to yourself, you're biohacking, meaning just your body. And all it means is to manipulate your environment and anything else to improve your vitality, your health, your longevity. So people had been doing what is termed by hacking for decades, if not hundreds of years, he just came up with the word. And so now it's in the dictionary as of, I think, 2017 because of Dave Asprey. So lots of things are pretty much anything you do to improve your health or your vitality, longevity, that you're manipulating something could be considered biohacking. So as simple, some of the healthiest things you can do for yourself as far in the biohacking space are free. One, find a good breath work to do. That's one of the healthiest things you could do consistently. Meditation, which we're working on doing consistently. Grounding and earthing, which some people don't know what that means, but we're running around positively charged because we've gotten disconnected from the earth and that causes inflammation and all kind of other illnesses. So just getting back to nature by either walking barefoot in a pristine source of water, like a pond or a stream or the ocean, sand or grass that's not sprayed with glyphosate or other chemicals, that will ground you, which is one of the healthiest things that you can do for yourself. And then exposure to different types of sunlight for the circadian rhythms, that kind of thing. First 30 minutes of sunrise, last 30 minutes before sunset for, and that's for skin health also for recovering from sunburn, helping your skin be healthy, eyesight, vision, 
the sun is incredible. And then during the day, there's a whole different type of sun that can help you with other things. And that's where the vitamin D comes into play. You, sun doesn't give you vitamin D all throughout the day. It's only a window of time, depending on what type of year it is and where you live. And there's a great app that's the letter D minder that can clue you in on all of that. So those are three biohacking things that are free and probably as significant as anything you could possibly do that people could start with. But now you're starting to hear any of the buzzwords, from whether it's hyperbaric oxygen chambers to infrared saunas to detox to PEMF math, which are pulse electromagnetic frequencies, to massage is even a form of biohacking. But any, literally anything, and there's a list that's so long now, there's so many things in the biohacking space, it's incredible. And that's why it's, it is really fun and interesting to attend one of these biohacking conferences because you've got a seminar hall with a lot of great speakers in this field. But then you have these tech halls with all of these different modalities that you can go play on and experiment with and see what's good for you. Testing comes in, into play in a huge way because there are a lot of people just haphazardly biohacking now. But if you do something to test and see what's going on with you, and then which you know how to do, and then you can steer people in the right thing that could move the needle instead of just being something that feels good. Like tons of people are doing ice baths or infrared saunas or hyperbaric oxygen chambers, and they don't really know why they're doing what they're doing. It just sounds good. So there is a lot of haphazard stuff going on, but there are now things are moving in the way of figuring out what's going on and then doing these things to help move the needle and improve your health. That's what I'm seeing in the marketplace now. Yeah, I think, one, biohacking is, it was a term, right? Dave Asprey coined a term to define what he was actually doing, mm -hmm. Right. And king, your biology is biohacking. From, I love the purpose of this podcast and going beyond the pills is, and also is talking to people and getting the awareness out of wellness, well-being, looking at it from the perspective of different modalities. Let's just call it holistic or integrative. And you touched on a really good point about, I think a lot of people get that term biohacking a little bit loose and then they this is good for me and then this is good for me and this testimonial or this person said this is good there's so much tech out there right now and so you alluded to one thing from the lab perspective but also you know why you're here consulting me as well is when we add technology into this the way i look at it from the standpoint of obviously do what's free and what's easy so things we talked about, which we talk about a lot is breath work, mindfulness, meditation, eating the right foods, like oh, lifestyle medicine. And what I'm talking about in this podcast is blending things that have been done for many, for a millennia, like ancient wisdom type stuff, blending that with science, modern day science and how it catches up. Because now we're seeing when we went to the Dispenza thing, there's so much data and studies now on meditation, whereas before you go to Ayurvedic medicine or ancient Chinese medicine and mindfulness was a pretty big thing, but they didn't study it. So Americans need to see it from this perspective or Westerners as the science is now catching up with what we've already known to be true, like blue zones and things like that. And so I really appreciate the fact that you alluded to this and we can talk about it a little bit more of not just DIYing all of it. It's <laughs> like having an idea or a guide, like a guy that knows, like I'm certified in functional medicine. I love blending functional medicine with consciousness medicine and biohacking and a little bit of everything because that's what pharmacists do. They know a little bit about a lot of stuff. And so I'm taking it from that mindset. And so 
Let's talk a little bit about the tech piece of that. I think you've got some, I've been exposed to many things just by knowing you, because I think people can get lost in that space too. And I usually go on the side of, has something been studied or do I hear something that says it's improving a biometric, if you will, let's say HRV, like heart rate variability. We know, know that it's not just a marker for performance or flow state. It's really a marker of stress and how your body's adapting to it. And now with Aura Ring, Apollo Neuro, we've got the heart math device. We can test and see coherence and heart rate variability in real time, but we can also monitor it to see how it's improving over time. So I think those are the two things that I like to see when we're looking at technology from, let's just call it wearable tech, right? We've got something here. I know that you do a lot of these things. So let's talk a little bit, not maybe some specifics on what people, what I've used or what you've used in the past that's worked for you. Cause I think that's a first step for a lot of people is got getting a guide, whether that's a paid consultant or someone that just that's been there and done that with success. So they don't have to like try fail. You know sure. what I mean? So talk to me a little bit about your experience and what's worked and what hasn't worked for you. So one thing that you talked about in the chop failed hit on was diet. One of the things that we're, that's really tough on humans now is just all the toxicity that we're dealt with. It used to be our liver could just do the job for us. We could be exposed to anything. Liver's going to take care of you. It's going to detox. It's not the case anymore, at least not my viewpoint on it. And with all the glyphosate, which is a chemical in, in that in Roundup, the weed killer, that's now coming down in rainwater. The 5G, and if you whether you believe that stuff's going to be bad for you or not, you may want to look into some studies about what are friendly electromagnetic frequencies and what are some that aren't natural, non-native EMFs, or don't jive with the human body and what we have going on. So our body has this onslaught of things. So I think one thing that's really important is I certainly have an opinion on a way to eat, but I think it's I don't think there's one way one way to eat for everybody. I will say that when you see people switch to whether it's whether they want to go vegan or they want to go paleo or whatever, that they see a huge bump in their health when they eliminate all the processed foods, the yeah. sugars, the processed foods. So just try to source your food as naturally as possible would be no matter how you're going to eat that thing. You can say that across the board and everybody's going to have a better outcome than what they're dealing with now because there's so many of us are eating just processed stuff, something that comes in a box sugars, whatever. I just avoid all of that stuff will make a huge change. That's what we start people with in our programs and our free download is clean 14. It's how do you clean up your diet? It doesn't have to do with what you're actually eating. It's the premise of functional medicine is taking out the bad signals and putting more good ones in. And 80% of that is food, right? Food is medicine or poison depends on what you use, right? And yes, glyphosate Roundup is everywhere. It's in me and I'm the, I try to be as clean as possible. I don't spray it anywhere. I eat organic whenever possible. And I've tested me. There's glyphosate in everybody. It's an endocrine disruptor. And it's, we're one of the only countries in the world that still says it's okay. So you don't have to, we don't have to go to the deep dive conspiracy theorist stuff, but you're exactly right. I think when people are trying to get started, it's, I always say, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. There's no reason for that, right? We, and so just because you can't see it, energy or a chemical, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not bad for you. And just because the government or somebody tells you there's an acceptable allotted amount also doesn't make it okay. But that's our false sense of 
security that we have, right? And so, yes, clean up your diet as best you can. Eat from the ground as whole as you can. Eat more vegetables and fruits, things that are natural. These are simple things. And so a lot of the premise of what we do is wellness made simple first. And then I always say, then it's tweaking the rest. Like, I, yeah, I use Oura Ring. I have a Harmony necklace. I do these things because I believe that it's helping. And I think it is helping and I monitor. So sure. What are the things that you do to monitor and your health? Yeah, so with toxicity, and I came back with testing last year that I had some heavy metal toxicity, which I was shocked about, but because I've had biological dentistry to remove the mercury in my mouth or whatever, and I've had it in my mouth for decades, so that may have been part of it. But using an infrared sauna, preferably a full-spectrum infrared sauna, really helps with detoxing. And that's, for those that aren't familiar, the difference between an ambient sauna and infrared sauna uses infrared frequencies to heat up instead of just hot air which is an ambient sauna, and there are a lot of health benefits to that, but detoxification is probably the biggest reason why anyone would use an infrared sauna, and there's a lot of other benefits as well. So doing that three times a week for, say, 30 minutes or more, and it's one of those things where if you've got an autoimmune dis disorder or something like that, you don't want to just go jump in an infrared sauna because it'll detox you so much, you'll be bedridden for two weeks. So if you have any health issues, just don't go jump in infrared saunas. But as someone that's fairly healthy, a minimum effective dose three times a week, 30 minutes a day, and you can go up to an hour or whatever. That's really, really good for detoxification. Using binders like activated charcoal that you take as orally to help pull those toxins out of your body or a healthy zeolite product, which will get the smaller particles, the activated charcoal, pick up the bigger ones. And by doing that over time, you're going to detox from things that you have going on more or less. I, I always, when I, there's three pathways to push and detox, phase one, two, and three. And you're right. If somebody has toxic burden or toxic load because yeah. they've, let's just, there's no shame. We always take someone where they're at. It's just whether they're moving towards something healthy, right? Yeah. And so when we detox the body, this is why when we use our mind body detox program, mind body reset program, we're detoxing with food for mm -hmm. mindfulness. Yep. And then we get the pathways primed, right? Because if you jump into a, de it's a full detox program with Quicksilver Scientific and you do the saunas, what happens is you detoxify from the fat cells mostly. And what will happen is you reabsorb the toxins because you don't know how to clear them. And yep. maybe you don't have the pathways to clear them. So you got to load up with the right nutrients and the right pathways to detox. This is why when you get a massage or you go to a sauna, they tell you to hydrate because you're not just hydrating the cells you're actually trying to eliminate out those toxins so you, i love how you touched on that just don't go gangbusters when you're trying to detoxify right water's a good just general detoxifier right and so think of the things we can do right eat right poop drink right and do the things that are normal we went through our the video the quick short form videos i did of the my daily dozen. There's a dozen things you can do every day that are just super healthy for you that don't cost anyone. Yeah. So I'm glad that we talked a little bit about, so infrared sauna, good, lots of water, clean up the food, breath work, meditation, mindfulness, sleeping. All right. I know this is a topic we both talked about and that's a topic of interest of us. What are your thoughts on biohacking and sleeping? So I've done a lot of work on this because I had an issue Back in 2018, something that caused me and my body to not sleep well. So I've been recovering from that incident. But, and I had a couple of things along the way that I had to implement to improve my sleep. One was making the room cold. 
I don't like cold weather. I live in Florida for a reason, but it's proven and documented that you're going to sleep better if your room is cold. Your room you sleep in is cold. And I would say most experts would agree that somewhere around 68 degrees would be an optimal temperature. And you'll see whether you're using a whoop or an aura ring or some of these other tracking devices, your heart rate especially will drop sometimes 10 points on your average heart rate when you sleep. But you'll get a better sleep experience with that. A darker room or wearing an eye shade, something like I've got a, a weighted blanket that's got negative ions and it's EMF shielded and grounded or whatever. And that puts you in a little cocoon that makes you feel better. It's warm. So I've got to have that AC on externally pumping and then just having the room dark. If you want to play some white noise or something, that usually helps people avoiding the blue light, which we've talked about a ton, which sometimes it's really hard if you're, you work until you go to sleep or you have things you want to watch. You've got to get a pair of blue light blocking glasses either that you can deal with because sometimes when the ones that are made for night, it's not easy to see out of those some yeah, cases. Yeah. So even if you're wearing them and you need to do something on your screen, you can't really make out things the way that you want to. I guess I'm getting to the point where I'm going to need to get at least readers built into the blue glasses because it, becomes, it gets hard to do that. So blocking the blue, eliminating food, say three hours before you go to sleep makes a huge difference. I still wrestle with that a lot, but it makes a huge difference. If you're working to digest food right when you go to sleep, wreaks all kinds of havoc with your sleep cycle. So sleep's a whole huge topic in and of by itself. And I, these are just some of the things that I've implemented to work on the sleep effectiveness and the, just the outcomes for sleep. Yeah, it's amazing because when you talk about this stuff, like whether it's sleep or food or any of these things, like it's the same relative training that you get from what well, you Functional medicine is like integrative medicine, but with science behind it. It's for healthcare practitioners. But the, all the things you said are in the same chat or the same talk that I use on sleep hygiene or best sleep practices. It's don't eat before bed. Get rid of the blue light as best you can. You're right with the blue blockers that are designed for nighttime use. It's almost like you're at sunset in your own home. I told my staff, I said, challenge yourself and do candlelight only when the light goes down and see how better you sleep. It's amazing because that's, we're, if you're around a campfire, that's not a light that's stimulating your particular activating system, which is making you a lot awake. Like it's yeah. these lights here. It's all the lights that we're doing in the screen. It's I, people that go to bed that say, I need to go to bed with my TV on, or I need to go to bed or I need to relax by watching TV before I go to bed. They're actually, I always tell people that it's like you're 12 noon all the time if right. you're having a screen. If there's a blue light screen, whether it's a TV or a pad or anything or phone, you got to kind of cut mine out two hours before bed. And it's, I've been really nailing the sleep space when I get most of that stuff right. Yep. My variability changes if I do yep. something different. If there's just one little variable where I watch TV or I eat a snack because we were watching a movie with the kids this weekend, I look at my sleep score in the morning and you see that your heart rate took two, three hours to get down to baseline. Right. You're right. With cold, it's 68 or below. And so you've got to get these little things. This is where we, this is why I like they're calling like their hacks, right? They're small things that you can do, but they're additive. There's not like one smoking gun and biohacking. Yeah. And then there's the Wi-Fi part too. I forgot to mention, I cut my Wi-Fi off at night as well. That makes a difference. Do you use a Wi-Fi timer? I don't. I just you just it. kill it? 
Yeah, so there's Wi-Fi timers. People don't realize when you're putting all these Bluetooth and Wi-Fi signals all through the house, there's actually paint that you can paint your walls now that'll block all these signals. And I wish I had done that prior to our renovation is like securing ourselves from that space because yes, there are electromagnetic signals that are good for us, pulsed electromagnetic frequencies, We've been talking a little bit about scalar energy and how it's important and impactful, but then there's all of these negative charge or negative frequencies that we have to shield ourselves from just because we don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. We all know TV waves exist and radio frequencies exist. Some of these things are, um, yeah, you could go into deep dives on every one of these. Lifestyle medicine is what we've talked about, and there's tricks, tips, hacks that you can do. What are the top three things that you've incorporated in your life or something that you've consulted people on that are really things that we can send people home? We've talked about the easy stuff, right? Yeah. Drinking enough water. But if they're interested in working beyond some of the norm, like I say, mindfulness is number one. Sleep is probably number two. Yeah. Obviously, nutrition, getting rid of the chemicals, cleaning up the diet, adding extra water, half your body weight in ounces per day is where I think the normal should be. What are some other things people could be doing? Let's just say tech. What are your okay. top three tech things? You so, a te so a tech, we've talked a lot about the whole stem cell and regenerative medicine deal. And there's a company that we're both familiar with now. That and by the time you hit age 30, 35, half your stem cells are pretty much shot. And that's what regenerates everything in your body and heals everything. There's the pluripotent stem cells divide and turn into whatever cell is needed in the body to heal whatever's going on. So this is something that as you get into your 30s, 40s, and by the time you're 60, you virtually have none left. There's a company that makes a little patch, and I don't know, you're not gonna be able to see this probably, but that's mine right there, that takes infrared frequencies from your body, reflects it back into the body activates copper peptides that then activate stem cells and they do just wondrous things for anybody. So that's one. It costs roughly $100 a month for those things. You put one patch on in the morning, take it off at night, feels like 12 hours on, 12 hours off, roughly. And over time that some people feel that immediately, 50% of people and the rest like over 30, 60, 90 days, you'll start to see miraculous things happen with that because your stem cells are one of the things that we really need that, that just die off as we get older. So that's now we're diving into longevity, and the patch you're talking about is the X39 patch, which we both are using right now, that have gotten really good results. You've seen a ton of people actually get yeah. a show right here, oh, yeah, so, yes. just so that they know that I always say you got to walk your tongue, right? Yeah. So we've got this, the patch here by LifeWave, and we'll set we'll put a link in the podcast so people know how to like yeah. research and get these things if they feel so called. So stem cells, right? So Yes, by the time we're 30, I think, our stem cells, stem cells are the cells that can migrate into anything. That right. This is how we rebuild. We're constantly recirculating billions of cells every day. We have to, things die off, we have to make them. But stem cells are the piece of the longevity of youth, if you will. It's why we're so resilient when we're younger, right? Because we have all these stem cells. And as we get older, stem cell production goes down. People might have been have heard of regenerative medicine where they're sticking stem cells in your knees, in your hips, in yep. your labrum. This is a technology that people used for mostly professional athletes yep. for a long time. My wife got stem cells in her 
hip, which helped her regenerate a, a ligament. So people probably understand or have heard of regenerative therapy, but now we have very less, very non-invasive things that we can do that can help if you activate the body to produce these stem cells again, you're going to repair the DNA, which is super important. We're going to be able to do things like pain, all these things. So tell people a little bit. So that's your number one. Yep. Getting on a stem cell activating patch, which is a low barrier. We're not costing thousands of dollars here. This is about a hundred bucks that can really give people what? Do no harm first. Not going to do any harm. And it can really help if they have a dysfunction, right? Sure. If there's something that's going on, that can, we have a mutual friend where she had an issue in her hip the other week and she just chucked a patch right on the hip and she's in five minutes, my pain was gone. And we're not trying to tell everybody that this is the next greatest thing, but I think this has got tech. It's got data to support what it's doing, which I always think backed by science is important. So stem cell activating patch, it's been a low hanging fruit for, I've just hit my 30 day mark for me. So I'm very good because we're bringing this into our longevity program as part of, because I'm trying to prove that we can turn back the biological clock. So we're literally going to add things that I know have had some, at least some speculative or some proof behind a few studies like looking at diet, lifestyle, and a couple hacks. So I'm putting in the patch. We're going to do a detox program. And then we're going to do the DNA, which you and I have both done Good. as well, to look at people's wellness as it relates to their specific DNA. So I'm taking all three of those things, supplements, the stem cell activator, and the DNA to show which food, which lifestyle, which diet works best for their genetics, supplements, lifestyle, and a few different things. So a wearable tech to monitor heart rate variability and things like stem cell. So what's your number two? I'm curious. So, well, probably my, my infrared sonics I've had it since probably 2016, two different versions. It's not the one that I use is by Therisage. It's retails for about $1,200. So it's not a, it's not going to break your bank. It's, it's something one person fits in. It's also very portable. You can set it up and break it down pretty quickly. And it does the job. Again, it's full spectrum, meaning it uses the mid, far, and near infrared frequencies, not just far. And it does a great overall job of detox. So that's something that when you look at bank for the buck, that's probably a really good option, which I use pretty consistently. Not as much as I'd like. But it's probably because I'm doing so many things. I think that's something to look at, and there's a lot of different forms. Yeah, there's even places you can go and use an infrared sauna as well, like a center. Yeah, we've got a couple um, down here. I just scoped a couple out. Yeah. So that's a good thing. And me, I'm a little, I've got a few more things than the average person does. Just because I don't have a quote quite over time. And I'm an affiliate for a lot of companies for the ones that I like. Something that aren't quite as um, consumer friendly as far as pricing. There's a sound healing bed by a company called Bioharmonic Technologies that I use. It's called a Vibe, and that's retails. There's two versions. One that's contoured is $6,500. One that's more like a massage table and portable is $5,500. And it takes really specific sound healing frequencies embedded in music and then runs it through these transducers in the bed. So if you can imagine, basically like speakers, these healing frequencies are running through all of your connective tissue, which is pretty fast. Fascia, connective tissue, your skin, and it over time will clear cellular memory. So as you know, all the trauma and stress we hold on to comes out as illnesses, it'll clear that stuff over time. But even without that, the other benefits are just completely resetting your autonomic nervous system, zaning you out, reducing inflammation, reducing pain, 
So it's a great thing to do in conjunction with, I'll do, I use this device called a neurovisor that's a shortcut for brain engagement. I don't replace meditation with it, but it's a great little device to do things like that. I've got another device that's also more of a clinical product called a Air that takes filtered and filtered water and filtered air and combines them in a glass that gets hit by these infrared frequencies that vaporize it. And then it goes through this tube and you breathe in basically structured air, structured water, air that's vaporized that just is incredibly healthy for your mitochondria, your respiratory system, and a lot of things. It mimics what's called forest air in nature. So if you're in a forest, a little molecule do will form on a leaf, mixes with the air, the infrared frequencies from the sun hit it, and that's photosynthesis. So this product actually mirrors photosynthesis. We just skip a step on how we take it in by breathing it directly into our lungs. So I've got that. So I'm doing all these things at the same time, and I've got this really advanced, if you've heard of red light therapies, a pulse, the term pulse polychromatic photobiomodulation, which is a really advanced version of red light therapy, that this product is comprised of two boots that go to cover your feet, two pads you can put anywhere, and then a brain cap. And all of those work off of a, a controller that you can do, use preset programs between 1 hertz and 9,999 hertz. For, to dial in for whatever you want to do with the red light therapy. So I do all of that stuff at once. Everybody, does everybody need all that stuff? Probably not, obviously, but I'd say that the, the infrared sauna for detoxing, I'd make sure you have a good water, water filtration system, which I did a great podcast on all the different types of water that are out there, what you should, which based on who you are, what you might want to look for, but then a shower filter for water as well, because there's more toxins you're going to absorb through the skin yeah. than you are drinking in a lot of cases. So that's something a lot of people don't look at, but quality of your water now, especially with what we put in the water and look at what happened in Ohio recently with that train accident and what they're leaving those, the people living in that town with the stuff that's going to be there for forever. It seems like nobody's lifting a finger to help them. But we've got, fluoride's been in our water for more than 50 years, thanks to a gentleman that Alcoa came to him and said, hey, we've got all this toxic fluoride runoff, what do we do with it? And he said, no problem. And he got literally fluoride approved to put into the drinking water by getting dentists to say that fluoride was good for him. So there's a lot of stuff we need to avoid as far as toxins and say, take care of your water is one of the bigger ones. Yeah. It's a great point. Cause I think a lot of people take for granted, especially like we, we drink all this bottled water out of plastic, right? It's get rid of plastic. It's easy. All you need to do is get stainless steel or glass and drink yep. out of that. Oh, and so healthy water, healthy food, all the tech that you use is, I don't want to call it, voluntary because it's something that I what's interesting what struck me when you were saying is a lot of the things that are technology based now are mimicking what nature's given us 100% right 100% cuz you can go they call it forest bathing right you yep. go to the forest and you bathe in the forest yep. and you, you there's a science behind breathing that kind of air someone one of my friends said she was going to Alaska and I'm like that's the cleanest, best air I've ever tasted in my entire life was in Alaska. When you breathe that air in, you're like, yeah. it's a whole different thing. And so a lot of these techniques that we're doing now are just literally mimicking what our body has been getting from nature. 100%. And you're right. I think what people don't realize and why we do need technology in the right way is we, you, we're utilizing this technology to leverage some of the things that are going on in our environment that are toxic, right? The water filtration is much more needed because we're exposed 
to as many chemicals that are in 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 one month that our grandparents were exposed to in a lifetime. Absolutely. That's how much chemicals are being super saturated into it's, our environment, into the water, into the air, into the food. This is not like conspiracy theory. If you can look up chemical production, you can see the exponential stuff that's going on. And so these are the facts are needed now. This is why I say supplementation is needed now more than it ever has been because even the food that comes out of our soil right. has been mass produced and farmed most of the time. We don't even need to talk about GMOs. I've done a, a bunch of videos on that. I got a lot of interesting uh, comments because of but we need supplementation because we're just not getting the nutrients out of our food, out of our air, out of our water that we used to. And so clinical, this is why I love blending these modalities. Biohacking is just a frame of mind in order to get us moving towards the awareness that we can't just do it all ourselves anymore. We need a little, we need some bumps, right? We need some things that are going to help us and because we know more now, our technology and our brains are just different now from the standpoint of we, we are aware of so leveraging technology in the right way and also taking some of that and mitigating the damage from the other side. So it's kind of like that same thing, putting in better good signals, relying on the right technology, and then pulling out the bad ones yep. so we can balance our health and well-being. Like we touched on environmental well-being because I think that's the one that people don't realize there's a lot of toxicity there. This is why we test people in their DNA so we can see what their detox pathways look like in their body. Because if they're, they're, if they're not detoxifying or they're not making glutathione or they're not doing these types of things, well, we need to figure out what can we do to supplement what the body isn't doing the right way because we all have different genetics. So it's like we can personalize and hyper-personalize someone's wellness now with personalized medicine and personalized wellness versus the one size fits all. Yep. And I think that's a big component of where we are in today's technology is testing DNA, doing stem cell activation, getting a sauna. None of this stuff costs tens of thousands of dollars anymore. Nope. Like the test we do for the DNA, which gives you six different categories and 38 different reports based on your DNA, micro supplementation and lifestyle based on all how all those genes interact. That's only a $500 test. Right. That's a game changer for people. This is why I think people are, they, but they need to know where to start. They need right. to know, have a guide, have someone that's been there and done that. I don't. I always tell people, I don't say it from an ego perspective. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on trial, validation, education, all the things that I've done because I'm so enamored by this word wellness and stress and how to mitigate the damage of stress and things. Why try all that stuff if you don't have to? If you have these set up things that you can guide people for. You said you did a podcast on water the other day. So tell people how they can connect with the connector, how they can follow you and what you're doing. And we'll give them, we'll give them a couple of things. We'll do some, some downloads so they can get to know some of the things we talked sure. about. So we can do that as well. Yeah. So I've got a, I've got a site that's got a lot of the, a lot of these biohacks that I'm either affiliate for that I recommend. And if you go to superconnector.com or www.superconnector spelled Super, S-U-P-E-R-K-O-N-E-C-T-O-R.com. And 
that's it's that way because SK are my initials and the other super connector spelling was taken. So, so <laughs> it's a duality. So superconnector.com. And then I've got a podcast. It's called Biohackers Water Cooler. And if you just look on any of the main casts, Apple Podcasts, whatever, you'll Spotify, you'll see us there. We only have, I think there's only, we're uploading, we should have seven up by the time most people here see this, but only one that was, we streamed live. And then the one on water was a week before that. So it should, cool. be, it should be up. So you started up an awesome podcast. You called it the water cooler because we want want to give people tips and tricks that they can do easily, right? That they can just sit around and learn a little bit and then adopt. So I love that. So superconnector.com, the water cooler podcast for biohacking. Anything else? I like that before you run out and buy biohacking equipment or modalities, I think it's really important for you to start that whole testing and measuring process. So whether it's you or someone else, it's a good functional medicine person. I think it's a good baseline to get figure out where you are with your hormones with your gut and where your nutrients and maybe the dna test as well before you start pissing in the wind and buying a bunch of expensive equipment not really knowing where you are like people could ask you oh how are you doing with whatever i hope i'm doing good because i'm using this sauna where you don't even have the testing to show where you are so it's i think it's better for people and again not going to a internist or family practitioner family you know medicine practitioner but somebody that's more on the holistic side that's testing for things that are important instead of the things that just show oh you're not sick in the definition of western medicine the yeah. cultural medicine world holistic world find someone that is your guide can kind of show you where you are now and where you want to go unfortunately these are things that work and so they're not covered by insurance for the most part but it's vital for your health and your longevity and there's that saying that you can either you can either pay the functional medicine doctor now or pay the pharmacist later. Pay way more. There's a few things you said. Labs are important. These aren't traditional labs that are paid for by insurance. Yes. I always say car insurance. Your car insurance pays for your car to get fixed when it got smashed. It doesn't pay for the oil change. It doesn't pay for it to look shiny. It doesn't pay for its longevity. It pays for it to be sick. That's our health insurance. That's what we live in these days. Wellness is an investment. It's not an expense because the more you invest in yourself up front, those downstream effects of your health later on, you won't have to pay for wellness is the cheapest thing. And it's the most expensive at the same time, because if you spend the money now, so you live longer, that's going to be expensive for you. You have more vacations. You have more time on this world. That part is expensive. And most people are okay with that piece. Right. So, Yes. Invest in the right guide. This is why I do health strategy sessions with anybody. You can go on the website and you can click, you know, dilworthdrug.com, click health strategy. It's 30 minutes of conversation. It says, where are you? Where do you want to be? And how can we or someone else help you? Because that's what people need that step, right? I do those obligation free because I want people to understand and gift that to them because there are so many ways to do it. I understand what you're saying too. And I agree before you do anything, you might want to get a sample of something. Like every six months is probably a good time to do good functional labs, like your cortisol, your hormones, nutrient imbalances. We do um, organic acid tests, which is a simple urine test, and it tests for 75 metabolic markers. Like you can do these tests now, but you can't do them under the westernized primary care they're not they're just not classically trained for that they're trained to look at you when you have dysfunction and what we're trying to think about here is proactive health right looking at it from the forefront of your greatest 
wealth is your health yep. and how do we invest in this and change our mindset as an investment, not an expense, because that's what we talk about when we talk the sick care model. What's my copay? What's the drug going to cost? But that's just managing the symptom. It's not getting to the forefront. So I love that biohacking is really that. It's really getting to the point where we're sometimes fixing a disorder, but a lot of the times we're really looking at from the standpoint of how do we empower our own health patient-centered, which is the fundamental component of holistic or integrative health. The patient is the driver, not the doctor. That doesn't mean the doctor isn't useful. It just means you're the own educated person. We are our, my, my mentor, Sachin Patel says, the doctor of the future is the patient. That means that we're here on the forefront. We're driving the engine. There's these guides and people helping us, which is a different paradigm shift than this is what's wrong with you. This is what you need. Now move, right? Which we all know doesn't work, right? This is lifestyle medicine, adding these tips and tricks that we can use technology that help with ancient wisdom and putting us as the driver of our own healthcare is really what we're talking about. Yep. And that makes the most difference from the standpoint of health and well-being. Yep. Awesome. The Thank other you. thing I would add to that is, is that I have the belief and I hope other people have the belief and I inspire people to have the belief that you're going to live with vitality until you die of natural causes. That it's not like you're saying, hey, I want to live longer so I can be older being bedridden for three years right. before I die, but that I can have vitality, health span, and then die of natural causes after I do something fun. Well, that's what I say. I say, I want to get people to vibrant health as long as they possibly can. And then as soon as they're ready, boom, fall off the place, face of the plant, right? So awesome, Stephen, the super connector. Thank you, my friend. You're this welcome. has been an awesome episode. I think there's a lot of nuggets for people to dive into, think about. They know some resources they can get now. So I really appreciate this, my friend. Appreciate having me. Awesome. Fun. Sounds Thanks. good. Stay well. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Pills podcast. You can find Josh on LinkedIn and Facebook at Josh Rimini and on TikTok at Beyond the Pills. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd be forever grateful if you left a review wherever you get your podcasts. If you know somebody who wants to go beyond the pills, send them this episode. If you've got any specific questions or ideas for future episodes, reach out to Josh and send him a message. Thanks again for being a part of the Beyond the Pills community. We'll see you next time.